the refining throughput and our demand is increasing. Uh, of course, we did expect more uh, more growth in China, and China is a little bit disappointing everybody the way it's coming out of, of the COVID. Um, in some ways, this is helping our industry because the Chinese are using the capacity of their refining not to use for domestic markets for exports. So we are, we, we are already seeing a lot of cargos coming out of China. And uh, as it happened in a few months earlier, we, we saw a lot of diesel moving east to west and going to mostly to Europe. This, of course, is another element of increase of ton miles and better demand for shares. Due also to the, due to the market overall, the, the inventories are very low, but after this cut, we have to expect that these inventories are going to go down a lot. Normally, is always the the starting point for a, a better tanker market afterwards because you have to uh, you have to replenish the inventories uh, which are being used and uh, so this this should be good news overall for us. The changes in the refinery landscape are basically those ones that we have been talking about. In the, previous, uh, in the previous calls, they uh, are very much concentrated in India, in China, in the rest of Asia, and the uh, Middle East. And um, this is going, of course, to be beneficial for our market in the future. U.S. Shell Oil is... Uh, is still going on. Uh, is a little bit on a plateau position now. Uh, the, but uh, in the, the good thing that they are selling a lot of cargoes down to China. So also here you have uh, long, uh, long um, ton miles and uh, a better demand. Now demolition, which is uh, the most. Uh, Impossible to predict, let's say, element of um, of our supply and demand. Uh, they are certainly going to be stimulated by the new indexes, which are which are coming in and which are already we are already reporting in uh, in Europe. Of course, um, ATS uh, is a scheme which is working only in Europe. is affecting only. Uh, either uh, European cabotage or uh, Euro uh, European trade for 50% of, uh, of the trip. But certainly you are seeing a lot more and more uh, charters looking at the younger fleet because they are uh, becoming aware that to trade older vessels is going to be more and more expensive and more and more complicated. We have also to say that many terminals are not going to accept ships who are over 15 years of age. So if you put this, all this in, uh, in the formula, you have, of course, a positive for a fleet like ours, that we are 80 years old on average, 
is a, is a very positive factor. The candidates for demolition are, are growing, the number of candidates, uh, the proportion of vessels which are more than 15 and 20 years is rising every, I would say, every quarter. And the deliveries are very slow. I mean, even if we take in consideration um, the new building order last year and this year, and we have to say that this year the number has been as big as the whole year last year, but we are talking still of very low numbers and with deliveries coming in 2025, if not 2026. So it's very much ahead in time. So uh, we have a bottleneck on the new builds, and as a consequence of all this, we have a very slow fleet growth, which I keep looking at, and it's uh, right, around 0.6 and 23, 0.3 and 24, which means basically flat. 